This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Hey, bartender. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast, people. I'm your bartender for the evening. I am the dude, or you can call me Anthony. It doesn't really matter all that much to me. As long as you're not one of those customers that all of a sudden, yo, some service over here, then we can be friends. The other, Because uh, if you pull something like that, then you've just uh, probably gotten a little Visine in your drink. Well, okay, calm down, people. Uh, I know the Visine thing doesn't work anymore. But anyway, today... On Hey Bartender Podcast, we are going to be talking about a little uh, little myth that I uh, have always known about since I first became a bartender was, is my bar haunted? And came up with some really cool stuff when it came to that sort of thing and got everybody's opinion on it and we're going to share all those today with you. But of course, we've got to first start out with tonight's drink special. Tonight's drink special I pulled off of cookingwithcurls.com. This drink is called Liquefied Ghost Martini. Uh, The ingredients are one and a half ounces of Pinnacle Whipped Vodka, one ounce Godiva White Chocolate Liqueur, and two ounces of cream. This person uses uh, cashew milk. What you do is you take a cup of ice, throw it into a cocktail shaker, pour all the ingredients in at once, shake to combine, and get it as cold as possible, cold as death. And then pour into a co- pour the cocktail into a martini glass and serve. It is just that easy. So if you go out there and try out the liquefied ghost martini, let me know what you think about it because I'm always really curious about some of these drinks. I can't try them all at once. So, uh, try out the liquefied ghost martini and then email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. I'd love to hear your input on it. First of all, I get, uh, before I really get the show started, I got to throw a big shout out to one of my podcast fans on Instagram, Boogie Lives, uh, because he's been showing a ton of support. He's been sending me tons of memes and telling all of his friends about Hey Bartender Podcast. Boogie Lives, you're awesome. Uh, thank you for the support. So anyway, on to what we were here to talk about, ghosts in the bar. Now, I had always heard about certain things being haunted uh, around the area, but I never thought I'd be in an actual place that people considered haunted. Now, you look around on the internet and a lot of bars out there actually do claim that they are haunted by certain uh, things that happen in the area at that uh, at a certain point in time in the, uh, the land's life or things that happened that actually were in that bar. How I first came about it myself. This is my story. You remember a couple podcasts ago where I said, uh, told everybody, good night, Phil, and then I'd explain that to you later. This is the story of Phil. I was working at uh, working at the bar 
and uh, well, basically, nothing ever happened to me. Uh, but our manager, she said she was there late, uh, late one night, and then all of a sudden she started hearing weird noises in the kitchen. So she went back there to investigate. She saw nothing, and then all of a sudden, one of the knobs on the uh, stove fell off, and then other weird things started falling down. She decided that that bar was haunted from that time out. And she decided to name him Phil. You know, I don't know why she decided to name him Phil, but she just all of a sudden decided one night it was uh, the ghost's name was Phil. So from then on out, ever since I heard that story, everything weird that happened in that bar, I would ultimately blame on Phil. Well, like, for example, one night, I'm closing by myself. I had a really rough night. Uh, I think like the uh, local, uh, uh, the Portland Trailblazer game let out and then everybody and their brother uh, decided to stop by my bar, which was like 30 miles away from uh, what used to be called uh, the Rose Garden, uh, decided to stop in my bar and I was slammed and I was by myself. It was so slammed. I actually ran out of glassware because I didn't have any time to run out pick up some glasses, throw them in the dishwasher, bring them back out. I had to switch to plastic eventually. I was just that slammed. And customers hate it when you switch to plastic because everybody wants their uh, wants their beer in a glass. I mean, how can you blame them, really? Because it's in a glass. It stays colder longer, I think. I think that's the science behind it. But nonetheless, I was uh, after everybody left, I finally got a chance to get out onto the floor and start gathering glassware to put it on the racks and then throw it into the dishwasher. As I'm gathering glassware, I did the, uh, well, I don't know if it's a bartender thing, but you, when you want to pick up glassware, some somebody out here agrees with me. You pick up glassware, you pick up three at a time. You got uh, your thumb in one, pointer finger in the other, and then a middle finger in, an, uh, in another. Pick up all three at once, bring them over to wherever they need to go, then you go out and get some more. And, okay, yeah, that's kind of weird and disgusting. Some of you people that got mad at me about that story where the girl said that she comes home with weird things in her bra after a shift. You you people really need to get over that. But the whole point of that was is just to be able to pick up as much stuff as possible. And I'm moving all this stuff, and... I'm trying to load up the rack. I think I only had maybe two, and I had a full bar that night. So I'm loading up the rack, and then one point out of nowhere, one of the glasses dropped out of my hand. Uh, I thought I had a really good hold on it, but one of the glasses dropped out of my hand, and glass was everywhere. And, of course, that pissed me off immediately. But then I noticed I had a one-inch shard of glass stuck in my forearm. And being pissed off, all I did was just grab it, pull it out, throw it on the ground. And then I yelled, damn it, Phil. And that was just easiest for me to, uh, you know, blame him for something as stupid as that. I mean, okay, sure. Uh, Picking up that many glasses all at once. uh, Sure, that probably wasn't the smartest thing in the world. And Phil's probably not to blame for that. But I'm going to blame Phil because I felt I had a good handle on that glass. But we blame everything, the unexplainable on uh, ghosts or 
uh, magic. I mean, if you can't explain it with the science, it's all of a sudden witchcraft or ghosts or whatever, things like that. And when it came to the relationship between me and Phil, I never had any problems with him whatsoever. I mean, sure, he, uh, I blamed him for stabbing me in the arm, but you know, that, uh, that's, that was just probably me because I was trying to work as fast as I can so I could get out of there after everything closed. But I used to blame Phil for, uh, you know, like instigating people getting into a fight. I used to, uh, blame Phil for all of a sudden the toilet not working. Uh, and, and the, uh, the dumbest thing that I used to blame Phil for is late at night. You know, I could, uh, my, uh, boss at the time, she was, uh, she requested, did specific requests to put in the jukebox. And this was back when jukeboxes were CD players and you had maybe 50 discs to choose from. That's why I had to hear Freebird so fucking much. But, uh, all of a sudden I'm, uh, counting down my till. And then all of a sudden I hear drums starting. And I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck? Where, where are those drums coming from? And it was the intro to Spice Up Your Life by the Spice Girls. Came out of nowhere. And I was what the fuck? Why are the Spice Girls playing in my bar? And first of all, I thought I turned off the uh, volume on the uh, on the jukebox because that's the first thing I do to get uh, people to think about leaving. Turn down the volume on the jukebox, turn, down, turn off the TVs, and then people gradually file out. I thought I turned the volume off on the jukebox and why the fuck are the Spice Girls playing? So I, and I was like, I've never heard anybody request the Spice Girls. You know, why, why are they playing? And so I walked over the jukebox and I flipped through it. Yeah, sure enough, there's a Spice Girls CD in there. They, my boss, she, she was really into, uh, you know, pop music for being, I think she was in her late thirties at that time. And even if she wasn't in her late thirties, I'm going to say she was, but, uh, she was into pop music at that time, so I'm surprised. Uh, I wouldn't have been surprised if by the time I was still working there when Britney Spears and uh, Christina Aguilera were popular, she would have had those in my bar too, and that would have just annoyed the piss out of me. I don't, you know, in fact, I don't think my customers would have even liked it because everybody came in and we were all listening to stu- classic rock, uh, Southern rock, uh, Alice in Chains, some of the, you know, it was mostly rock and roll is what my town listened to. But I blamed Phil that night. I, I when I started hearing uh, girls of the world, spice up your life. You know, I heard all that. I went, Phil, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I walked over to turn down the volume, uh, turn off the volume on the jukebox. And, um, I just, you know, I spent the rest of the night. It's, Didn't I turn that off? Uh, but I can't remember and there's no way for me to prove it, but the funnest way to blame uh, situations like that is on Phil. You know, like if you just put all the chairs up and then all of a sudden one chair falls down, damn it, Phil, or uh, odd music on the jukebox, like I said, or uh, a TV comes on mysteriously, oh, damn it, Phil, you know, um, you know, just that was that was always the funnest way to treat that situation. Did I believe in Phil? Uh, not really, but it, he was always fun to blame uh, when something happened. One of my servers, though, she 
was afraid of ghosts. There's no other uh, way to explain this. Be- and she hated the idea of Phil. And she uh, was every time, you know, we uh, something would happen. Like uh, easiest example is like a chair would fall off a table because uh, the the boss bought tables that were too small uh, to put four chairs on top of. And so every once in a while, if you didn't get the chairs on there just right, one chair would fall over or Phil would push it off, maybe. And so we go, damn it, Phil. And she goes, don't say that. And um, we're like, what? And she goes, I don't want to know if there's a ghost in here. I don't want a ghost to be in here. Uh, Just stop it, stop it, stop it. And we're like, okay, it's cool. You know, and, but it didn't stop us from doing our nightly tradition. Our nightly tradition was after we get everything cleared out, cleaned, put away, we get our jackets on, make sure we have our car keys. I think I told you that before that I uh, turned to that server and say, got your keys? And she, she go, oh, shit, and then start sifting through her purse. And she go, oh, thank God, there they are. Thank you. Uh, right before we walk out the door, uh, it started out as just me and my friend Shannon because she and I were there most out of the week, and uh, we always closed. Right before we left, go out the back door, we'd say, good night, Phil. And she, and then my server, she, she'd be just like, don't say that. And, you know, we're just being friendly to Phil, whether he existed or not, it didn't really matter to us. And uh, I suggest everybody else out there who has a ghost in their bar, Say goodnight when you leave. I mean, no sense in being rude or anything like that. But if you're one of those bartenders like me that has a bit of a mean streak, I never got to do this, but I always wanted to. Uh, Since my server was so scared of the idea of having a ghost in the bar, I so badly wanted to... You know, after everything was closed, all uh, distractions were put away. I so badly wanted to hide a speaker somewhere in the bar. And because eventually my server decided to not tempt fate or not take a chance. She decided I'm going to say goodnight to Phil too, just in case. And so he'll be nice to me. And so she started saying goodnight to Phil and I, I so horribly wanted to hide a speaker since she was so scared of the idea of Phil. I wanted to hide a speaker somewhere in the bar. And then as soon as she, she said, good night, Phil have a voice come out in a very, uh, echoey, uh, deep, scary voice saying good night and see what she did. And, you know, personally, I, I, used, I used to think about it all the time. It's been a long time since I've thought about it, but I, it's still fun for me to think if I'd actually taken the time to pull that off. And, it, you know, she she said, good night, Phil, and he said, good night. And I'm pretty sure all we'd see is heels, maybe even a dust trail. I think, and odds are she probably would have quit the very next day. It, I mean, personally, the idea of it, makes me laugh every time I think about it. Now, uh, you servers and bartenders out there, I offer up you guys a challenge. If uh, you guys do that, 
because uh, a lot of you bartenders and servers out there had told me that you do have ghosts in your bar. Get them started saying, getting your crew started saying goodnight to the ghost at the end of the shift, at the end of the night. And uh, try that. You know, they got Bluetooth speakers now that I didn't have back in uh, the early 2000s and have something on your phone. And then when you all say goodnight to your ghost, you play that uh you play that sound bite of saying good night to whoever your uh scaredy cat server might be server or bartender and i want to see a video of what they do when they hear it and so that's the challenge everybody right uh you scare the crap out of your server or your bartender making them think the ghost says good night uh, good night to them you video it put it on the hey bartender podcast facebook page the best video I'll send you a free t-shirt or a, uh, maybe a t-shirt and a challenge coin, something like that. But I want to see this sort of thing happen just because I never got to do it. And I want to see it so bad happen to somebody else. Cause seeing people scared is the get scared is possibly the funniest thing in the world. Even when it happens to me, I, I'm not one of those guys that hates to be scared. I like to be scared. Uh, uh, I mean, startled that kind of scared uh don't try to pull that whole thing like uh i'm sorry but uh you're uh let's not even get into that but that's the challenge there ladies and gentlemen so if you uh managed to get your server or bartender to believe that the ghost actually said good night to them with video proof posted on hey bartender podcast page on facebook and the best video i will send a t-shirt and challenge coin. But I've never, uh, well, the, uh, out of the other bars that I've worked at in my lifetime, I never really heard about any other bar ghost, uh, even though one of them really should have had one. But uh, another bar they said that I worked at, they said they had a ghost, but I never had any, any run-ins with him or her. So, uh, and they never really talked about uh, the ghost much. So, you know, I just asked one time, is there a ghost here? And they said, yeah. And, but they didn't have a name for the ghost or they didn't have a story to go along with it. And so it was pretty uninteresting. Um, however, you know, you do a little bit of research on the internet and you uh, type in haunted bars and you come up with a ton of haunted bars. I mean, uh, best example, since I'm originally from Oregon, is uh, that... Uh, the uh, McMinimins pubs in Oregon, they all claim that they are all haunted uh, because McMinimins went around and did what I thought was a brilliant idea and bought places that weren't bars before. They're most popular probably in the whole uh, city of Portland was probably the Kennedy School McMinimins pub. Kennedy School was an actual school at one time but the, everybody claims it is haunted. Weird things happen there all the time ju uh, just because at one time it was a school and, you know, a lot of things happen in school, especially uh, pre-1990, pre-1980. The school, uh, the Kennedy School had been around for a really long time uh, until it finally closed down. And then years later, years and years later, McMinnman's decided uh to turn it into a bar and they claim that the weirdest shit happens there all the time. Bottles fall, uh, 
uh, you know, feel like that somebody's tapping on their shoulder all the time uh, after closing and, you know, just, uh, yeah, the, you know, look it up on the internet, internet, McMinniman's pubs being haunted. I mean, there is tons of them and downtown Portland, I'm sure has tons of haunted bars just because, uh, you, I don't know if anybody uh, that listens to this podcast actually has heard about that uh, Portland has all these underground tunnels where they used to Shanghai a whole bunch of people to work on, uh, uh, work out at sea on ships and stuff like that. Um, and sorry about that phone call, ladies and gentlemen. That uh, was another bill collector, and they are going to voicemail if they, and if they'll leave a voicemail, if they actually want to get a hold of me. So, um, what was I talking about? Ghosts. Right, right, right. Um, they're all in downtown Portland. There are all these underground tunnels where they used to Shanghai people out of the bars. You know, you get drunk and all of a sudden you end up on a uh, sailing ship going, you're in the Navy boy. Arr! And you become a pirate or this was, this happened way, 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 way back in the history of Portland. You could actually get a tour of those tunnels in Portland if you want if you're in the Portland area. But uh, a lot of the bars around there claim that they're haunted uh, just because of that. People used to get shanghai all the time or, uh, you know, all that sort of thing. And But uh, when it comes down to it, I'm going to uh, go through this one particular Facebook post that I put on. Um, I actually uh, used the Fraternal Order of Bartenders uh, Facebook page to help me get this question out there because uh, they've got tons of followers, and I just really had to know. On the Fraternal Order of Bartenders Facebook page, I, uh, as Hey Bartender Podcast, I put on there, does your bar have a ghost, or do you think it's haunted? Now, I'm going to read a whole bunch of these, a uh, uh, whole bunch of these posts, because uh, they're awesome, and... Uh, also going to give uh, shout outs to the people who participated in this question and apologize probably now, probably after I read your name and probably at the end of this whole section of the podcast that I completely butchered your name. And so, uh, anyway, here we go. Uh, Luana Cowan. She said she knows her bar is haunted. It's the second, second oldest bar in California, more than one. And, uh, other people, then as soon as she posted that other people were like, Oh, where's it at? And, uh, uh, it's, I guess it's the Elkhorn in San Miguel Pasos, uh, Rebolas area. So, uh, you know, not a lot of explanation. She just knows it is 100% haunted. Uh, Katie Waterhouse says hundred percent for sure. It has a, a couple ghosts in her bar. Jake Hoffman yeah, we got uh, we got Freddie, uh, who was an old patron. Now uh, he actually knows the name of this ghost, and um, this ghost was a customer. Harmless but spooky. Great to vent to when you're closing alone. Probably a couple other old dudes who still hang around. That was awesome. Uh, Trevor Milton says bar I used to work at was an old brothel back in the day. Oh, that's got. There's probably a huge story behind this. Uh, literally the bar was, uh, made from old doors. Really cool. Anyhow, we pretty sure we're pretty sure it's haunted by the old madam. She used to turn on the old TVs that were in that bar that were shut off from the public. That's creepy. 
Um, Tiffany N. Thomas Wheeler says, yes, three. Uh, one you can see shuffling his feet to the back door. The other one is that died in the bar. He likes to make the lights flash on and off. Ooh, they get some awesome stories out of that. Lisa Kelly, she says, my bar is haunted by the old owner. Creepy some nights, entertaining on other nights. You know, yeah, the uh, ghosts of a bar, yeah, they they can scare you from time to time, but sometimes, you know, the go- oh, not all ghosts are evil, and you know, I'm sure they're just troublemakers. I think that makes them poltergeists. Anyway, moving on. Guinness Brown, he says, the bar I owned for 30 years was haunted by a woman named Margaret who died on the second floor in the early 1950s. She has been pretty benevolent over the years, although the occasional apparition cost me a couple of cleaning guys over the years. So we, this guy actually says that his bar, the ghost would actually show up and uh, made his uh, and lost a couple of employees over the time. That's creepy. Just find, tell the ghost hunter guys to get out there, take the, uh, check that one out. Uh, Pete Grand, uh, his name is Rob. Rob sucks. Every day kind of sucks. Rob isn't even dead yet. Ow. I, he tricked me on that one. Because uh, Rob is just an asshole customer, it sounds like. Uh, Katrina Foster says, yes, Montezuma's uh, Burley Heads Gold Coast, Australia. Apparently, ghosts haunt the arcade, old uh, Burley Theater arcade from the 1940s or so. So, uh, she's. Part, it sounds like that she's part of a strip mall or some kind of... Uh, 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 what do they call those things? Strip of some kind. Uh, and, uh, they got, they have ghosts all over the place. That's an awesome thing. Uh, Dagmar Peterson. I worked in a hundred year old building that is absolutely haunted. He's pretty okay though. We don't bug him. He generally doesn't bug us. That's the way I used to feel about Phil. Uh, Stephanie Crowley actually posted, uh, the owner's, a picture of the owner's ashes on uh, the fraternal order of bartenders. And so I guess that possibly means that the owner uh, looks over them, hopefully in a good way. Uh, Troy DePau, uh actually posted a video on YouTube called Crowd and Anch- uh, Crown and Anchor Haunted. Uh, and it's a teaser video from YouTube. Go check that out. Uh, I guess they made a, a movie or something like that about this particular bar being haunted. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, Cassie Young posted uh, haunted by past bartenders with the laughing emoji. emoji. That might me- mean something else to her. I don't know. Um, Lisa Sunshine Nokas. No sorry about that. Uh, bar built on old cemetery site that was relocated to similar parcel of land next door. Uh, that boy, that was the beginning of Poltergeist, wasn't it? That movie, they moved the cemetery. Anyway, uh, closing alone, place all pool cues on the wall rack, return from the office, and all pool cues are back on the pool tables. Ooh, that's creepy. Uh, Chrissy Hoffman actually responded to that saying, oh, that would be heart-stopping. I've had some similar things happen, but not that extreme. To go from the wall over all the way over to the pool table, there's no other way you could be able to explain that other than a ghost or maybe some asshole that hid in the bathroom uh, uh, while you were closing. Actually, that would be creepier. Um, 
uh, puppy was one of our regular, uh, Pat Quinn says puppy was one of our regulars who always said he'd haunt us. If he died, a lot of weird shit shit happened to all the bartenders since he passed. So we think of him. I'd be kind of pissed if it wasn't. So they welcome that their ghost. You got to appreciate that. Uh, Nick Huffman uh, did the uh, posted the manly saying, if so, they know better than to fuck with us. Uh, too bad I can't do a John Wayne impression. That would have sounded better if I did John Wayne. Uh, Sarah Burnett. The bar I work at is totally haunted. The old owner and the recent bartender who passed share space there. I'm not scared of either of them, but most of my coworkers are. Sarah, you you have the opportunity to try that prank that I've always wanted to do that I never did. Set up a speaker, and when they say goodnight to the your old bartender, or uh, your old owner have a soundbite ready that says "Good night to you too" or something funny, fun like that. Um, Sean Devine, uh, I worked in one that did. We had slope, uh, slope back bottle areas below the counters. Oh, well, whenever I was cleaning up at night, bottles tipped over onto the ground. Nearly impossible with tectonic plate shifting. Been happening for a few de- decades, apparently. A typical thing, they start knocking bottles over. Uh, Carrie he- Hertzberg. Uh, she, uh, Rocky, uh, her ghost name is Rocky. The former owner passed away in the bar. He makes appearance every so often, knocking a bottle down or flicking on the lights. Uh, Crystal Cordoba. Our bar is an old schoolhouse, so many of the people think it's haunted. I've never had any strange things happen. But other employees say otherwise. I wonder if she works at uh, Kennedy School. Um, anyway, uh, Scott Crawford he said, yep, one sits at the bar and the other knocks shit over in the back. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Smith just says totally haunted. Uh, Ian Wilford, I should have seen this coming, Ian. Uh, uh, top uh, notch to you. But Ian Wilford says, I don't know if it's haunted, but it de- it's definitely full of spirits. But a bomb. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Trevor Wheeler. Uh, I used to work at a bar in Franklin, Tennessee, where they had tons of Civil War battles. When I caught, when I went into the basement, I always caught a chill. That shit was so haunted. Uh, uh, and uh, Peggy and uh, Peggy and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to try that last name. Uh, with hyphenated Gibson. So we're going to call her Peggy Gibson. Sorry about missing out the other rest of your name. Uh, this one by far is the creepiest. Uh, uh, I, uh, I worked at a bar that used to be an old schoolhouse back in 1859. There is very much a ghost in there. I've seen him upon occasion over the last 20 years that I've worked there. He normally just walks from one end of the building to the other, but not too long ago, he actually stopped and it looked like it was looked like a shape leaning up against the pool table watching me. I cannot wear my hair up in a tote ponytail because it feels like someone's kissing the back of my neck. I'm just happy that he likes me, laugh out loud, but I, it can be frightening when you're closing at night alone. And she says that's the Old Brick Tavern, Springfield, Ohio, in the old Union School, 1859. That one, by far, is probably the creepiest out of all of this. It's that... That's an awesome story, Peggy. Uh, thank you so much for that. Stephanie Martin uh, d- says, yes, the, in quotations, post-ghost. Uh, 
that might mean something uh, to her and her customers. Um, uh, other people just said uh, things that you definitely that they are haunted. Definitely they have ghosts. Uh, another person said the thing about the spirits. Uh, uh, Houston uh, Maxi. Houston Maxi. It's haunted. Every night uh, that I black out uh, after work, some spirit takes me into the liquor room and makes me pass out. It's totally crazy. Every night that I black out after after work, some spirit takes me. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, probably probably make sure your boss didn't read that one. Um, Amber Nicole Neely. Three times I've either seen or heard someone when I've been alone there or one other employee. I've worked at the same bar for 15 years, but only since the last 10 have these things been happening. Thankfully, it's only been three times because they were all intense. Amber Neely, uh, I would love to hear more about that sometime. Uh, Bill Burgess, yes, we have two ghosts in the bar I work at. One is a tall, skinny guy who stands at the beginning of our hallway, and the other likes to play video lottery and knock bottles off the shelves. Uh, Franklin Dam, uh, that's that's his actual name. I'm not saying Dam. Franklin Dam happens all the time when I'm by myself or me and another bartender are in the back kitchen. I either hear bar stools moving like somebody sat down or the doors opening and closing. I walk out and try to see if someone has come in. Nothing. Fucking weird. So thank you to all you people that participated in that question that I postulated out there. If your bar is haunted or has any ghosts, if you uh, didn't get a chance to participate in that, and you have a great haunting or a ghost story uh, about your bar, feel free to email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. I'd love to hear these stories. And uh, remember what I said. If you post on the Hey Bartender Podcast Facebook page uh, a video of your uh, you scaring uh, your other uh, crew, uh, you know, let's say till the end of March, uh Best video gets a free Hey Bartender podcast t-shirt and uh, other swag. So remember that. Anyway, uh, let's have a commercial. Just want to remind you guys, if you want to get your hands on any Hey Bartender podcast merchandise, head over to heybartenderpodcast.com and you can find my blog. You can find some drink recipes and pick yourself up a t-shirt help support the show by buying yourself a hey bartender podcast t-shirt today next up we have our musical guest for this show hailing from portland oregon here is cobra thief with their single animal oxygen
From Portland, Oregon, that was Cobra Thief with their title song for their album, Animal Oxygen. That was them playing Animal Oxygen. If you want to check out more about them, you can go to their website, CobraThief.com. You can check them out on Bandcamp and all of their music that they have. And you can probably find them on a streaming service uh, every now and then. So go check them out. Anyway, people, it is last call. That's right, last call for alcohol. You walk up to the bar and get your drink or you're not getting shit from me. Uh, it was just one of those things where I used to hate it when people would yell from across the bar, hey, can I get another one? Right at last call. Ugh, that's a quick way to piss me off. And if they didn't come up to the bar to get it, I wasn't going to bring him out, bring it out to them. It sat on the bar, and if, it, uh, if they didn't come up and get it in time, I sold it to somebody else. It was always really easy to do. Anyway, I'd like to thank Cobra Thief for letting me use their single Animal Oxygen for today's show. And I'd also like to thank everybody that participated in the question, is your bar or uh, have a ghost or is your bar haunted or does it have a ghost? All you people gave me some really awesome responses on it. And, you know, if you want to send me any stories for your bar, uh, from your bar, or you just want to send me a drink or something like that, remember, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. If you want to follow us on Facebook, it's Hey Bartender Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Hey Bartender Podcast. You know what? I don't think I'm going to even mention Twitter anymore uh, now that I think about it because I'm rarely on that thing. And that Twitter is just seems to be this uh, hive of schizophrenia i don't it's just a bunch of crazy stuff on there nowadays anyway but i'm on there too hey bartender po1 uh if you want to be on the show feel free to ask uh and because i'd love to get as many guests as i possibly can on this year if you have been a bartender at one time or if you've been a server at one time or you currently are a bartender or server i'd love to have you on the show talk about your stories um if you have a really cool drink that you feel like you would love to share with the rest of the world, I'd love to hear that too. Uh, just email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. Uh, but anyway, that's it for the show. So as usual, I just wanted to uh, wish all of you guys lots of love, lots of sex, and lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. so good I had to blow Good night, Phil.